And welcome once again to the 10-Minute Life Coach. This is a pretty simple podcast. It's me talking for 10 minutes with a quick life lesson, or sometimes it's a personal business lesson. It's a lesson that you can use and take to use for whatever you need to do for your productivity and your upward movement. And there's very little in the way of editing, and there's very little in the way of any fluff or anything fancy. Then after the 10 minutes is up, we give you five minutes or so of the salesy stuff, all the what's going on behind the scenes things. So you get the lesson right off the bat, and we appreciate you listening to the lesson. We really appreciate if you listen to the stuff on the back end, but we understand some people, they just got to go. We thank you so much for finding this podcast. Uh, wherever you find it, we love it. You, If you would always subscribe to it so you instantly get it. And, of course, give us a review from where you are. More information about what we have going on at the podcast at its website, 10minutelifecoach.com. Okay, so today it's another one of those sort of about me things where I'm going to get into something I did and something I learned from it. And it was something I learned early on in business, early on in the podcasting personal development game. This podcast had been around for a couple months. It was successful in the way that I was getting it out, and it actually popped up on New and Noteworthy, new and noteworthy way back uh, four or five years ago. So I decided to uh, launch into another little thing and make a personal brand to go sort of alongside of it uh, to earn my keep, make a little money, and promote myself. It was perfect. It was called Heart No Excuses. Uh, the tagline was, do you have the heart? Do you have the heart to do what you need to do to make things happen? And it was about living a no-excuses lifestyle. It's where you say you don't give any excuses to why things aren't happening. You come up with a reason, and you go work towards it. You don't come up with any reason why, any excuse why it can't happen. But here's what happened in the building, in the creation, and the growing, which didn't grow very well, of heart, no excuses. The logos were cool. The stuff was cool. We had even had had dog tags and T-shirts and stuff to go for heart, no excuses. But the problem was all the people around me working with the brand uh, gave lots and lots of excuses. There was always some reason why something did not work out, something didn't come out right, or something couldn't be done. Uh, there was a reason why we couldn't get any exercise in. There's a reason why we couldn't get any writing in. There's a reason why we couldn't get any reading and studying in. And it got pretty frustrating for a person who was trying to really create this no-excuses lifestyle around family, friends, and coworkers, uh, essentially by himself, to make everybody kind of fall in line. And that's where the trouble lies. Trouble number one line, at least, it was me thinking everyone was going to just fall in line with what I had to say because I was there. We've discussed that before, and trust me, we'll discuss it again about the fact that just because you are right or think you're right doesn't mean that everyone else is just going to fall in line with what you're going to say. Being right is sometimes a pretty awful reason for people to listen to you. But along these lines, it was something I learned about human nature that it took me a little while to actually sort of get over and get into, even though I was living it in the sense four or five years ago, where people need reasons for things not to work out. People need excuses so they can feel better about things not working. People need to know uh, that there was something in their way, something that was keeping them from getting that thing done so they can feel better about not getting that thing done or more specifically not doing what needed to be done to get that thing done. 
Now, while there will always be things in your way, always be obstacles, always be challenges, and always something in the last minute that will come up to make things not work out the way you want to, the problem is excuses are a comforting. They're like um, they're like mac and cheese when you're feeling bad on a day. You just want to eat literally bowls and bowls of mac and cheese. It's something that makes you feel good in the moment, and then sometimes you sort of get sort of guilty about it on the back end. So... Here's my my new approach to the no excuses lifestyle. There still should be few excuses to what you should be doing, but what you should have are a clear vision of the reasons and the problems that got in the way. And if you really, really, really want to do something about it, you put plans in place to mitigate those problems and those reasons so that they do not come in the way uh, as much as possible. There will always be something last minute to get in the way of doing stuff. Trust me, I have a four-year-old, and she's always popping up at the very last minute when I'm doing something, including on a weekend when I was trying to cram in some writing and some football and some recording, and every time I would shut things down to hit the recorder, she would literally run into the room, jump my lap, play my, my hair, and then run out again every time. It was not. It, I can't even say it was like clockwork because it wasn't like clockwork when I was shutting things down. I just got to a point where I was like, okay, I can record something now. And every time I stopped, it was like she heard the TV go off. She heard the football stop being on TV, and that was her cue to run in there and bother me for a minute and then run back out. Because she's four, and that's what four-year-olds get a kick out of, just kind of jumping in and being four. But that kept me from getting any recording done on that Sunday, which – to be honest, I probably should have been trying to watch football and write and put in any recordings in it at the same time. It was a little too much going on. But she was a reason. She wasn't an excuse because it needed to be done, and I ended up having to kind of get a lot of extra stuff done on that Monday, cramming in to make sure some things got taken care of. But here's where I'm offering up the real lesson here. You're going to find people who you need to do things in order for you to complete tasks. You're going to do some batch thing and hand it over the wall to the next person, and they're not going to do it all the time. They're not going to complete their part of the task. They're going to screw it up royally sometimes, and they're going to have an excuse for it. And what are you going to do about it? You're going to do one of two things. You're going to just accept it and either find ways to get around working with them in this future, or you're going to find a way to work with them so that you can help them through whatever excuse they have to try to make sure it does not come out to the same result. And that's going to be based partly on your temperament. Can you deal with this person? And their temperament. Can they deal with what's going on? There's another real-world example of something we use with that. Uh, when I worked in a mass control farm, we had a, a TV station, a TV network station uh, that had about 40 different stations in there and it was farmed out to each person running four to five stations in a batch and it was a 24-hour operation uh, pumping out the stuff to local stations across the nation. Things were batched in three shifts and each shift was responsible for setting up so much programming inside the production room, getting so much stuff downloaded and into the system and all of the people running the stations had to set up the next shift's programs with commercial times and things like that. The day shift main supervisor was always complaining about the primetime shift and the overnight shift that was primetime essentially and then the people working midnight to 8 in the morning, not getting enough stuff done and leaving up so much stuff for his guys to get done in the daytime immediately so they can get things running and, and them doing so much to get the other, the other teams ahead. 
So a few of us producers came up with an idea, and we came up with a tracking system where we could log exactly who did what, when it was done, and how much of it was done. And after getting the buy-in from everyone but that that shift leader, uh, we put it in place for a few weeks. And after getting everyone to really kind of work on it to some point but that shift leader, something became very apparent. The day shift was actually lagging in production. Because they had so many things going on active in the day, they couldn't do as much production. But to them, it seemed like they were they were not getting enough stuff done. In actuality, the overnight shift, which was sort of the slacker shift, was getting a lot more done than it was expected. And the primetime shift was doing essentially what they needed to, plus just a little bit, uh, to make sure that some things were, were there just to get a little bit of cushion. And the day shift was lagging behind for various other reasons, not because the other shifts were not doing their job. Once it became apparent that what the guy was saying was an excuse he used to not fix what was going on, uh, we had a heart-to-heart and we did some fixing (laughs) of our own and shifted some things to make things work out better so that we got along together there. It wasn't so much a big confrontational thing, but it was a thing where one guy thought he was being slighted and he had that excuse in his pocket to use, but didn't use that excuse as a reason, as motivation to fix it. So think about that when you're looking at your life and things you're not getting done. If you're not getting to the gym to work out, if you're not eating healthy, if you're not keeping up with that budget that you've been working on, that you sword you're going to keep up with because your life needs these things to get better, don't use excuses as your cushion to feel better about not doing it. You need to find the real reasons why things aren't getting done. Don't feel bad about them, but find ways to make them work. And if they can't work, sometimes they can't work the way you have them planned. Sometimes it just can't work, period. Find a way to make a plan to try to make things work. And if they don't work, focus on something else because I'm sure there's plenty of other things you can improve on that will balance out the rest of your life. And thank you once again for tuning in, listening to this podcast, the 10-Minute Life Coach Podcast. I don't think I even said my name at the beginning of this week. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I am the producer of this podcast. It is a five-year journey that took a little time off in the middle, and we're glad that you found us again, or maybe you're finding us for the first time. Thank you so much for being a part of the ride and the teaching, because teaching and learning, I'm learning just as much as I'm teaching, and you guys are teaching me as much as hopefully you're getting learned from the lessons, learning, lessons, learned, learning. If there's anything we can do for you, find information at the main website, 10minutelifecoach.com, and, of course, my main website, which is jclevenpain.net, and both those websites should fairly soon see some actual activity in the way of cleanup and just updating because we're kind of on a tear to get up to excellence and those things have not been up to standard as we're trying to focus on a couple more branding things in the meantime as this podcast comes out i believe it is scheduled to come out on monday the 20th monday the 19th of september that day will be 10 days shy of my 42nd birthday or basically a week away and that next week the following week probably starting on Tuesday, the 27th or so, we'll be giving away uh, free Amazon Kindle downloads of my newest book, Quick Steps to Your Better You. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you've heard me talk about Quick Steps uh, a couple times, and of course, talk about the podcast and the website it all originates from, Uh, but uh, my birthday present to the world is getting out some free copies of that via Kindle. Uh, If you miss it or you want a paper copy or you just want to pay me money, by all means, you can do that. You can go and find it on Amazon anyway. 
And, of course, we're hoping to get some things rolling and get some interest in so that by this Christmas, I can finish the book I should have finished for last Christmas, which is the third book in the Welcome to Your Monday series. And maybe fairly soon after that, I'll have ready the fourth book, which I have enough pieces for it. Just haven't quite gotten everything together yet. So that's all in the works. So you can also stop by the website, yourbetteryou.info, for uh, a couple days a week we post something out there. And then once a week on Wednesdays, there is a podcast that's posted there, which you can follow anywhere you get your podcast. You can get it from the same place you got this podcast as well. That's called Steps to Your Better You. Also, the other big podcast we're working on and improving on is the Business Questions Answered Here podcast, trying to get more professional. And we relaunched. Although it's renamed, so it's technically sort of like we did with this one. We kind of changed the format a little bit, only a little bit more. It is the what was once the One Tool a Day podcast, still called that in the feed readers. We're going to work on that within the next couple of weeks. But this week we launched a new version, a quick and easy version that we could do it, called the Internet Toolbox Daily Podcast. It is no longer an extra tool that's being produced for people to get. It is the four tools that we release on that day and we've done some actual schedule change. So if you notice, the four tools we release on the day have technically been released the day before on Twitter when we release them all in mass and the same, or actually in schedule on the day of on Facebook and Twitter and the website. And of course, we launched this podcast for folks who miss it and remind you that you can get it the day ahead on Twitter and you can get it all through your social media anyway without having to go to the, the blog. So the website, the blog is at TheInternetToolbox.net, where you can find the podcast and the tools posted every single day, or you can subscribe via whatever feed reader you use. And we ask you to subscribe. We've been asking about all sorts of things lately. We're asking for reviews, asking for feedback, and we ask you to go ahead and subscribe to this podcast instead of going to find it every single week because we can count those numbers and see how things go and use that for tracking and maybe uh, get a couple sponsors here. Make sure to keep this thing as free as possible, which free is always pretty good. Uh, we want to get as much sponsorship and much help as we can. So, And if you want to just contact me and talk about helping, you can send me an email at jclevelandpain.net. Well, that's my website. Info at jclevelandpain.net is the actual website. Once again, thank you so much for allowing me into your ears, allowing me through your speakers, allowing me into your ear pods, maybe your AirPods if you've already got one of those new iPhones. Uh, we are so glad that you are wanting to let us teach, giving us a chance to learn from you, and hopefully that you are learning as much as you are teaching me in the process. We will be back for another week, another great episode. We call them great because we're kind of speaking it out. So if we say it's great, we're hoping that it turns out to be great on the back end. This is a 10-Minute Life Coach.